back to On the Block with Stricken Nate on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back on the block. It is Eastrick and uh, Nate Brennan. Two to four every day. You can find us right here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com, on the apps. We're also hit the subscribe and also hit that like button on the YouTube stream. That hits the algorithm and it helps us out tremendously. We're on our way to 3,000 subs. We've got a guest that is joining us on the block. Do you know who that is? Nate Dog. I do. That is a national crazy champion, game. national champion, That's two right. times, matter of fact, and it is my boy, your boy, Cluster Johnson. What's up, my guy? I'm here. I'm here, funky fresh in the flesh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We know you kind of had know? some stuff yeah. going on on yesterday that you had to handle some business. You know what I mean? So we we're okay with that. But we're glad to have you today because we didn't get a chance to talk to you on our usual day, which is Monday, mm-hmm. manic Monday, coming <laughs> off of a loss yeah. to Purdue. And uh, we we still want to tap in on your thoughts on that. I mean, it's kind of slow right now with the bye week for the Huskers this week. So we wanted to kind of get your thoughts on what you saw, because what I saw was disappointing, to say to speak. I mean, so to speak. And and it's in multiple ways, but we can get into that in a second. But I want to know your initial thoughts on what you saw over the weekend. Well, I will say in regards to me missing the, the few days of this week, uh, I'm sorry, uh, my bad. And uh, but if you would like to fill in some loose change uh, and contribute to Casa de Johnson household, <laughs> I, I'll make you a priority. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Casa de Johnson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but uh, in regards to the to the game, listen. Um, we know that this team is, is, is not where it's going to be. But even in the loss, it looked different. In the loss, it looked different. It, I had hope. I think a lot of fans had hope. And uh, I think what made it a little bit better, like because we saw this before. We, we, we saw this play out before, these close one-score losses. But – when you look at the uh, point spread, the, you know, it, it, that kind of point spread really, when, when it goes double digit, they're really saying you don't have a shot. You don't got a chance. And, and I don't even know why you're playing this game. But that game right there shows you why you played the game. Mm-hmm. Because Nebraska kept fighting back, kept fighting back, was putting themselves in position to make produce sweat now and 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 the details of it shows you still the flaws some of the major flaws that are going on uh within the team and and don't get me wrong not all teams have flaws i mean if you look at the alabama tennessee game you you can see flaws all over the place i mean there was no defense being played in that game and and that's just what college football is right now uh, is really geared towards a lot of offense. Um, 
And uh, if you're not taking advantage of it, then you're you're stuck in in the old days. Now, so that's that's a message for somebody else that's not for Nebraska. That wasn't for Nebraska mm. right there. Y'all can maybe pick up. Y'all can pick that one up on your own <laughs> on the comment I just said there. But but uh, you know you can still see in in the line play uh, there 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 needs to be some uh, uh, some upgrades there. Uh, or maybe more, uh, just more technique, uh, more, um, you know, I, listen, I can't even say, I can't even say recruiting. I'm, I'm not going to even say that. I'm just going to say these guys are, are starting to figure out in, them, in themselves and in their minds that they can do this. Because I feel like I saw Dominican King come to Nebraska not being the person that he was, and when he got under a different tutelage, he became a whole different person. So I'm not really to say these guys can't do it. I want to see what it looks like towards the end of the season, and and if they continue to improve, I mean, and Nebraska's not out of it in regards to winning the West. I'm not ready to say they're out of it yet. Um, but they couldn't really run the ball. They really had to to really air that thing out, and and they had a lot of success, as you can see. Uh, Trey Palmer, man, he killed it. I mean, he looked, man, he he looked like probably the best receiver that came through Nebraska since uh, Urban Fryer. So, mm. um, I, I really liked it. I mean, there there's times where they just really stepped up and made the plays when they needed to make it, and and that's what has that's what's been missing from Nebraska in a long time is. When you got down, who's going to fight back and, and make those plays? And they did. Uh, now, defensively, obviously uh, on defense, uh, there were some glaring holes. Uh, and the major thing I would say, again, if you can't put the kind of pressure you need to put on that quarterback, because O'Connell is really good. Guy's been there for a long time. Uh, so, obviously, he knows the offense very well. He knows how to get rid of the ball. He knows when to step up and, and make the plays. He knows when to run, when he needs to run. So, mm-hmm. you got to be putting constant pressure on, on him. And if you don't, I mean, DBs are covering, you know, all it takes is a second or two more to get open. Right. And um, it, it, it looked like, uh, you know, Newsom was – was covering Charlie Jones, who I know very well. And he was he actually did a pretty good job on Charlie Jones. Uh, you know, he was making plays, but it just it just wasn't enough. Um, I, I think that Purdue had a little bit more balance. They they ran the ball well. I mean, uh, that running back number forty five. I he had a weird last name, but guy ran for you know what hundred sixty hundred seventy eighty yards. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. That's how you win the game. I mean, they they had balance. So when they needed to run and, and, and just run the clock down and, and give guys a break, that's that's what you that's what you do. And and that's probably the big glaring hole in Nebraska on their side is they, they couldn't run the ball. Two-time national champion Cluster Johnson joining us right now. Cluster, you, you mentioned the offensive line. Can you just talk about some some of your teams that you played on, where you guys found success on that offensive line, and then maybe ha- how Nebraska can tra- can transition and get back to that type of success? Uh, you know, you know, it's it's obvious that times have changed. Uh, the scheme of offense is different. 
you know, we were more of a power running team. So uh, 80% of the time, maybe even higher, we ran the ball. Right. So these our linemen were focused on being really physical. Mm-hmm. Now, this offense is probably a little bit more finesse. And these guys, I mean, it, it's more about having really good feet. And it's about, you know, obviously you got to have some strength. I mean, naturally when you're a lineman, you got to have some strength. But the main thing is having good feet because these linemen today are just incredible. I mean, I watched the combine and some of these big guys, they, they can run four sevens and four sixes. <laughs> I mean, like that's, yeah. that's incredible speed for a six, five, six, six, you know, or six, four. Uh, close to 300 pound guy, and, and then he's coming at you. So you got to be able to get up, get your feet moving, get your hands out. Because if they're getting in close to your body, you know, as a lineman, if you let the D lineman get in close to your body, I mean, you lost because because he's just he's going to shove you back, swim you, uh, spin on you. He, he just have he have options if you. If you Do we lose him? Oh, okay. You know, for us, uh, obviously, I just think that it's just it's just more repetition and putting in the right combination of guys. I think Mickey has said that a, 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 a number of times. This is what I love about Mickey. He's like, listen, I'm going to keep switching some guys in there until I feel like we got the right combination. And that's sometimes what it comes down to. Some guys are just not up for it. Some guys, you put them in there, it's like, oh, you know, wow, I, I didn't, you know, it's going to hit them. It's going to hit. It's going to hit the right combination. It's going to hit. And then you'll see this offense take off and go to another level. It's interesting stuff, man. Um, Iowa, we have a we have a, we have a tough schedule coming down the pipeline, right? They've got a home game against Illinois. Then they've got to, um, they still got to face uh, Wisconsin. They still have got to face Iowa. Still have got to face Michigan out there. Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. as well. So they've they've still got a tough tough go at it. And here's the thing: you have, you know, you still have Corum, Ibrahim, um, and uh, Jones. Is it was it was it Jones jo- from Illinois? Yep. Chase Jones. Chase Brown. Chase oh, Brown. No, 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 Brown. No, no, no. The leading re- leading. Yeah, Brown. Chase Brown. Yeah, Brown is okay. is Brown. yeah. They've still got a lot of work to do, and and so what's what's fearing me? Well, not what's fearing me. What's scaring me is to have watched what Purdue did to them on the run, knowing that these teams, this is what they do, are coming in. Is this something where Bill Bush is going to have to just really take a chance in the in the secondary and just say, hey, if you're going to beat me, you're going to have to beat me this way because. Giving up the run the way that they gave it up almost 200 yards against Purdue is yeah is it could be detrimental to any hopes that they have to do anything the rest of the season. Absolutely. Well, that's a, that's a really good point. So, I, I what well, I clearly remember in the olden days that if you can make a team one dimensional, it just makes it so much easier on your defense. I mean that's. That's huge. So I'm sure Coach Bush, I, I, I've seen it already, that he can make adjustments. Purdue has one of the most difficult offenses in the nation. 
hands down. They torture everybody. Mm -hmm. uh, Coach Brom is just a mastermind when it comes to offense. I mean, he just has a scheme for whatever you're trying to do. He can attack your weakness. And the funny, the, the crazy thing about it is, you know how many pass plays you got to have to do that or formations you got to have to be able to do that? That, that just means he just, he, again, he's a master with schemes. Now, the teams that we're about to play, I actually feel much better about that because a lot of these teams, we know what they're trying to do. We, we know exactly what they're trying to do. Uh, most of the teams we're playing coming up are more power football related. And then your mindset is going to be a little bit different. Like, you're going to be prepared for, okay, you know what? I know Minnesota's going to try to shove it down our throat. I know Wisconsin's going to try to shove it down our throat. I know Iowa's going to try to shove it down our throat. Um, Michigan, same thing. Everybody's trying to run. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Everybody is going to throw the ball, but the main thing they're trying to do is run. Um, and not any of those teams have any sophisticated passing attacks that's going to make you – uh, it's not like Purdue. I mean, Purdue is Purdue and Ohio State. Obviously, they have the best passing attacks, you know, in the country. Uh, so I feel that Nebraska, honestly, is going to have a chance to win every single game, with the exception, you know, Michigan obviously is going to be tough because they're not just a regular power running team. I mean, they have different schemes and they have great backs. I mean, they got two great backs. Yeah. They got a really good line. So Nebraska is really going to have to, uh, um, you know, that kind of line. They, they, I mean, they're going to have to dig down deep, and they're going to have to scheme it up right, and they're going to have to guess right, you know, run blitzes. I mean, they're just going to have to – their margin for error is going to be so much smaller at that location. Yeah. But I really feel like everyone else, they're going to have a chance to win. And – um I like I'm liking what Mickey is doing in close games. He's the number one thing is he got them fighting hard yeah. and got them believing that they can win. And that's the half the battle right there is fighting uh and believing you can win and then having people step up and say, Hey, listen, give me the ball, like I'm gonna do it. No um, and and that's the key. No doubt. Cluster Johnson, two-time national champion, joining us on the block. Thank you uh, once again, my friend, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to you next year. Not next year, next week. Good gosh. <laughs> next no, week. next week, Cluster, we want you back. Dang, I was trying to throw you out for real, like just cross you over to the new year. Uh, but no, man, next week, man, we'll hope to hear from you if you got some time. We always love to hear your perspective. Thanks again for joining us on the block. All right, Cluster Johnson, there he goes, 93.7 the ticket. We have to take a quick break, and then we're not crossing over today, but we're going to finish up, have a little final thoughts on the block, and then we'll turn it over to Tanners. I believe that's where oh, the group yeah. is, out in Tanners yeah. for old school, and they'll, they'll be able to touch base with you there. Shoot down there, have a drink, say hello, grab a meal. We'll talk to you on the block right here, 93.7 the ticket, theticketfm.com.